what happened at Warrior Week was so impactful that it was almost like I got punched in the face from 25 different directions. And I, and I, I literally needed to, like I contracted into myself. Welcome to the Marriage Family Business Podcast. My name's Mick. And my name's Claire. I'm a husband, father of two incredible young boys, a business system strategist, tech entrepreneur, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Marketing Funnel. I am a wife, mother to the same two incredible little boys, reluctant entrepreneur, and classically trained vocalist and music educator. Claire and I are founding owners of several businesses, including Rockstar, an internationally renowned online marketing and systems management firm based in good old Traverse City, Michigan. We created the Marriage Family Business Podcast to open up the conversation about how these three areas of our lives collide and to try and tackle the question, how the heck do you manage it all successfully? And of course, to help other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial couples discover real life in the trenches advice for the common problems that being an entrepreneur with a family and spouse often entail. So sit back, preferably with your spouse or your partner, as Claire and I take you on this journey with us and share with you our wildest stories and most valuable learning experiences that you can't find on a Google search. Let's roll. On this episode of the Marriage Family Business Podcast, we scratch the surface, true story, of Mick's experience at Warrior Week 52. We talk a little bit about why he felt it was important, and we talk more about how it has changed who he is at his very core. I'll let him go from here. So I just got back from Laguna, California. Tough life, bud. I know, tough life. Really, really hard life, right? But I was at an event out there, and uh, you knew that I was going out there to do it, obviously. Mm -hmm. And Claire, where was I? Where did I just get back from? Is this one of those, you know, if I tell you, I'll have to kill you things? Because, (laughs) like, this entire thing has been very, very shrouded in mystery. You were at Warrior Week. Warrior Week. This is not to be confused with the Warrior Week that I went to, though it is the same company, technically. Yeah, exactly. So... I want to tell you a little bit about Warrior Week, guys. And I say guys, actually, because I want to speak directly to the men out there first and then... Okay, but with this disclaimer, okay, that that what Mick is getting ready to say is for the men, before all of my fellow female listeners are like, yeah, we're skipping this episode, I'm not sure how much Mick is getting ready to, to talk about here, but know that as he starts, I will probably do a little eye rolling as well, but the change I've seen in him since he has started doing Warrior is no laughing matter. And so pause, you know, whatever sense of feminism, like, you know, you might have inside you and just, uh, just women bear with us as well. Yeah. And, and yeah, so we'll, we'll just go at it. First off, I'll say this. I legitimately believe that there's a very significant difference between being a good man and being good at being a man. Okay. Say it again. There's a big difference between being a good man and being good at being a man. And being good at being a man is very difficult because most of us who are men were never actually taught how to be men. It's been a moving target for the entire 20th century. Before that, before the Industrial Revolution, there were literally centuries of tradition, centuries of ingrained behavior of, of what men were supposed to be like. Good, bad, or otherwise. Good, bad, or otherwise. I'm not, I, I'm not even trying to put a label on it. All right. But largely prior to the industrial revolution, uh, a man's life typically revolved around the household, 
most men were agrarian farmers or or worked within a a couple acres of where they actually put their head at night. Mm-hmm. Their wives were with them because their wives were also on the homestead. And guess what? The kids were too. And so for little Johnny, little Johnny actually learned how to be a good man or a bad man or whatever, whatever was going on. He learned directly from his father out of experience Mm -hmm. because he actually grew up with his father. Right. And once the industrial revolution took hold, that changed. Like it really did. You know, at, at that point in time, you know, for the most part, the, the, the promise, the great promise of the Industrial Revolution was, was, hey, leave the rural, you know, countrysides and move into the city. And you're going to get a better life by doing that. And, you know, largely what it'll mean, the, the, the whole premise here is the men are going to have to go into offices and work from nine to five. And the women will stay back with the kids. And that's that. And overall, it, it's not so, it, at the time it, in 1900, it wasn't such a bad gig. Um, life's lives were better. There was more money to go around. There were more experiences that, that, that the whole family could have. Um, but what was lost during that time was the fact that all of a sudden little Johnny didn't have his dad around anymore, right. at least not, not with any regularity. All right. And, and with child labor laws, it's not like he was walking into a, the factories with him. That's right. That's right. And so there are many different layers of the 20th century that we can go into that I'm not going to right now. But suffice to say, we have literally had now generations of men that just never really learned how to be a man from their father or certainly not on a, on a, on a full-time basis. Sure. All right. They were largely raised by, by, um, by teachers, by their mothers, by, again, it's not a, it's, it's not a bad thing. I'm it's, not, it's just a I'm thing. not putting a judgment you know. on it, but it's just a thing. And so what warrior has, uh, well, what, what has really happened to a lot of men and what I can now I'll speak so, solely of my own experience. You know, I was raised largely by my mother. Mm-hmm. And when I wasn't being raised by my mother, I was raised largely by my grandmother, my grandma Jo. And uh, those two women, and it's not that I don't have, that my father wasn't a very important person in my life, but at the end of the day, my mom was around. Mm-hmm. And when my mom was around, my grandma was around. And that was the deal, right? Just in, in the exact same way that largely in your and in my life, Claire, our boys, are, you know, you're kind of the general of the family. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about it. Yeah. You know, we say, I'm the general of the business. You're the general of the family. And that's, that's the deal. And by the way, I don't even know if I'm happy about that situation. Certainly as I sit here now talking about warrior week, but it's certainly been a truth up until now. Yes. And so what warrior week really digs into is what it means to be a modern man, like what it means to actually have it all in in what they call the core four, body being balanced business. All right. I'm not giving away anything that we haven't already talked about on this show that they wouldn't happily talk about, actually that they don't happily talk about really literally on the front page of their website. Right. So I don't feel like I'm giving away a damn thing here at all, actually. Good, because I really don't want to be sued by these people. No, because we'll lose. <laughs> um, and that's that's reasonable. 
But I can tell you this, the past week of my life has been one of the most transformative experiences of my life. You talking the week you were out there or since you've been home? Uh, good point. I've been <laughs> home now. I've been home now for what? Five days? Four days? Five days? Five days. That's why I, I was looking for clarification. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I, it, it's definitely the time while I was out there, but actually even, even since coming home. Mm -hmm. Because what happened at Warrior Week was so impactful that it was almost like I got punched in the face from... 25 different directions and I and I, I literally needed to like I contracted into myself and needed to unfurl and understand what the new physics of my my universe actually are right and and my god it's powerful hmm. I, you know at, at this point in time actually Claire I I really would like you to talk a little bit about and like really like level level with people about what I was like hmm. in general prior to not even just warrior, but warrior week, like mm. right up until warrior week, like what was that like prior to that? And what am I like now? And what's the real difference? There's so much I could say about that actually. But one of the, the things that you used to say all the time is that you felt like an island, that the physics of your life, the fabric of your life is so weird and complex that no one could possibly understand where you're coming from. Nobody gets you. I Like I am come closest and even I still don't really understand it because, I mean, for lack of a better, better way to put it, you know, the male and female experiences, at least in traditional gender roles like ours, are different. You can like it, not like it, agree, whatever, but but they are different. And coming back from Warrior Week, you have less of a chip on your shoulder, certainly from that standpoint. Mm -hmm. One of the other things, and I said this to you when you came back, I assumed that you were going to come back from Warrior Week a man on fire because like that's the that's the line. Like that was what everybody felt when they came back from Warrior Week for women and you know, and every Everyone that I've spoken to whose husband has come back from Warrior Weeks, like, you know, he came back, he came back on fire. And so I was ready for you to come in the proverbial bull in the china shop and just blow shit up. And you didn't, which was even more powerful in my estimation, because instead what you did is you came back and as you've said before, it was like concentrate, like orange juice is sold often in frozen like paper tubes of concentrate. And you put a little bit in, you mix it together, and you get orange juice. If you were to put all of it in at once, like that would be some potent stuff. <laughs> um, nobody's going to be able to consume that or drink that. And you came back as concentrate. Mm -hmm. And it was a quiet, singular focus on whatever you happen to be doing. If we were at work, it was a quiet, singular focus about work. If we were with the boys, it was a quiet, singular focus about the boys. It was less all over the place and way more present and attentive and there. And I think just those two pieces, which are the two biggest pieces that I've noticed in these past five days, it's it's enough to to change the fabric of our days. I mean, you guys have, have, in theory, heard episodes of this podcast before. You know that morning, car line, school drop-off is an absolute clusterfuck in our world. And 
it it often just and I don't do well with it. Like, no, like like no, like well, I, I do better. I think now. Now but, you do. But I I did very poorly with it. In fact, uh, I have a bit of reputation around around the whole freaking school. Around the whole freaking school of absolutely losing my shit in uh, Carline. In Carline, we have four year old and the one year old. Yeah. And like literally the head of the school knows that, that Caroline triggers the living fuck out of me. And, and that's and guys, not good. I, 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 like, wish that's I, could, not good. I wish I could say that that trigger stopped as soon as we pulled away from the curb, but it doesn't. It, it's so, it so triggers Mick that sometimes we sit in silence for another five minutes just so that he can calm down. And even then he's muttering under his breath about the people who've swooped around and blah. And honestly, that's how we start our day outside of the house. It's not great. It's not great, guys. But started. Started. Started our day. Well, yeah. I mean, outside of no, the no, house. No, 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 yeah. no. My my question is, is is that would you say that that's still the case now? Oh no, yeah. It's it's. Listen, I think we were both eye rolling at Carline, but there's way less, you know, gesturing wildly and angrily at the cars in front of us, and and way less, you know, huffing and puffing and and. Like we're actually carrying on conversations with the boys up until the point in time they get out of the car. And and I know that sounds like a small thing, but it's not because, and I'm sure you guys can, you know, see this in your own life, how you start your day sets a tone for the rest of your day. Of course. I mean, it, it's really obvious, right? So I know it sounds like a small thing that he's not losing his mind at Carline anymore, but it's not a small thing. It points to the fact that it's not that you're just now realizing that how you act affects other people, but it's that I, I think you are more aware that how you act not only affects other people, but also affects yourself moving forward. Without a doubt. So that's, uh, that's my two cents about uh, your transformation coming back. Well, and so to that end, this would be my hope and prayer for all of you out there listening to this, regardless if you are a man or if you are a woman who desperately loves a man, you know, I'll say again, exactly what I said to start off with this, this episode, there's a massive difference between being a good man and being good at being a man. I believe that I, I was a good man. Mm. I, I believe that you've said this much. Mm. I, I remember when you were talking to Kevin and you were like, no, really, no, he's, he's actually a good guy, yeah. right? But I was not good at being a man and I'm still working on it. But if that resonates with you, if the notion that there's a difference between being good at being a man and being a good man resonates with you or you feel might resonate with your husband or your boyfriend or your brother or anybody, any other guy that you know, consider consider picking up the book Be the Man by Garrett J. White. You can pick it up on Amazon. Or I can tell you that uh, Warrior Con 3 is coming up in San Diego at the beginning of December. And I know there's still tickets available for it. And I would highly recommend that you go and check that out. That's worth your time. And if if you're listening to this episode long after 2018 has come and gone, first, <laughs> that's off, okay. first off, that's awesome. Right on, man. <laughs> I hope the future's cool. I hope we're all still here and all that good <laughs> stuff, right? But look up Warrior. It's, uh, it, it, it's worth your time. So, you know, no real homework today other than to look, look inside yourself and, and ask yourself if, if, if this, if what we're talking about, if what I'm saying and what Claire's saying resonates with you at all. And if it is, if it does, man, check it out because it is uh, it is a rabbit hole that goes pretty damn deep. 
and and there's a message for for modern society that needs to be heard. And uh, that's what I got for you today, guys. Catch you next time. Thanks for spending time with us today here on the Marriage Family Business Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then there are just two things we would love for you to do. Number one, leave a rating and a review for us on iTunes. It really helps us know what kind of content we need to produce for you. And secondly, head on over to marriagefamilybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get all the resources shared in every episode emailed directly to you. That way you don't have to go searching for anything discussed on any episode. It'll just be in your inbox. We'll catch you on the next episode of the MFB podcast.